Hi there, my friend. It is Wendy Billy with Speak Your Truth Podcast. So happy to be back on my meditation cushion here with you all, sharing a little bit of how my life is exposing truth so I can nudge your soul into showing up in its radical truth every day. So today's title of this podcast, Nature's Medicine and the Male Lady. I'm going to get to the male lady because she is such an important part of this conversation, but first on to nature. So this struck me to talk with you all about this yesterday, which was Sunday, and Sunday is my favorite day. It's not that I don't love the light and the gray and the dark times of Monday through Saturday, but there's something about Sunday when the collective I feel slows down. You know, living out on the lake, it's the day to be on the lake. It just seems like it's quieter. So yesterday was Sunday and I went out for my obligatory walk in the woods. Nina running ahead in her state of joy. And I go down this particular path out on sacred land. I mentioned it again. There's going to be a time where I tell you guys more, but you're going to get snippets of that beauty of that land in the different conversations we have. So anyway, walking down this trail out on sacred land, and I get to a place where there used to be an old decrepit trailer that I had some excavators pull off the land. And so now it is just a vacant spot ready for something to be created there. So as I'm approaching that opening of the land, I hear this whoosh, and I look up ahead and this huge owl flew right in front of me giant, huge. I think it had one up on the size of an eagle. And I look and it perches over on a dead tree across and it's a great horned owl. Just as I notice it land there, another one crosses in front of me. Whoosh. No kidding. Lands over there to the north on about the area where the other great horned owl had just come from. So here I am on either side of me, two great horned owls watching me. And I happened to look off to the one to the north because it was the most visible where there weren't any leaves around this tree. And it is just looking at me and it's little pointy ears just perking. And it's just looking at me like, I see you. What are you doing out here? Right? And so I let it be. If you haven't seen a great horned owl before, if Nina was up on her hind legs, and Nina's a big dog, and you take like two of Nina wide, that's about the size of a great horned owl. So it looked like a toddler sitting up in the tree. And so I go out to the point and sit down for my meditation while the river water is flowing underneath of me on the dock, knowing I left those two beautiful owls behind me. And just as I sit down, an eagle straight lines right in front of me, not soaring up, like right in front of me, like a jet plane right in front of me and landed in the tree right across from the point. And after that happened, little birds started to fly right in front of me. And I sat there in this state of quiet yet noticing. I'm sure you can now appreciate why I love to get myself out in nature. You never know what sort of magic will happen. But that was my experience yesterday morning. And sitting out there in my state of meditation on that dock reminded me of a conversation I had with one of my nephews about seven years before that. 
You see, I was visiting my mom and dad who live out on a river as well. And it was Sunday morning and it was the time that my whole collective family was going off to church, except me. I spend my church out in nature. And so I was going out to the dock and getting all set up to sit and meditate and really commune with my divine love, higher power, and just let that beautiful essence speak to me. And my little nephew comes running out and he said, why aren't you going to church with us? And it was a beautiful opportunity. I'm like, buddy, you know, I went to church for years and it is a wonderful place of community and your mom and dad wants you to go with you. So go with them and just observe and notice. And I said, but right now, sitting out here, this is my church. This is where nature can speak to me and it's where I'm able to get really quiet and commune. And he took that and he goes, I think I'd like to sit out here with you. Now his mom was screaming upstairs and that was going to go nowhere. So he goes off to church with them and I sat. And so sitting out on the dock just yesterday reminded me of that conversation of sharing my truth of what was important and how I am able to hear divine wisdom and have a sense of nature's community. And it is the place that I go. And just to share that little bit of truth with him, I don't think we've talked about it since, but I sure hope it inspires him to whatever is important to him that he is able to sit and share that truth with others. Now off of the story from my little nephew and back into nature, so I go walking back, back down the trail, and those two owls, I look over to the tree to the south, which I couldn't see that well as I was coming down the trail, and I really wanted to see where that great horned owl was sitting. And I see it, and it's sitting there, and it's kind of turning its head, like, do you see me? And right below it was the other owl. So they're staggered, same tree, and just watching me, and just so curious. And in that moment, it made me think, I wonder if they're getting quiet enough to see if they can garner some wisdom from me, just like I was gathering from them. See, for the medicine of the owl, the spirit animal medicine of the owl, it says, get quiet, get still, and listen for truth. So those two great horned owls were just magic for me yesterday. So now fast forward to today. Had a couple clients this morning. My third client was a no-show. Not just a give me a couple hour heads up notice that they can't make it and need to reschedule. I mean, at the time of their appointment, they text me saying, so sorry for the last minute notice, but I can't make it. And something within me triggered just anger. Like, I am like, what? Sorry for the late notice. Nothing else except we need to reschedule. And it really did trigger something within me radical truth and honesty here, that there was something within me that I was just like, ah, oh, that just didn't feel good. I didn't feel respected. I don't know what it was or my time wasn't respected. Anyway, emotion started to take me over. And I was like, no, <laughs> I know where I need to go. So once I worked it out with that client, respectfully talking about back and forth around I need to charge you for your session. Let's get you rescheduled. They're texting back and forth. I completely understand. What do you have available? And everything was fine. 
So I knew I needed nature's medicine to calm down just this mini little anxious moment that I was having. So latch Nina's leash, get my walking shoes on, and I start walking. And I'm walking. And I'm probably maybe a mile into it. And still, surprisingly, I thought, fuming a little bit inside. I'm like, come on, Wendy. Every step you're taking, you're stepping on Mother Earth's belly. And right then I was like, help me heal Mother Earth, right? And then I said to my higher power, I surrender this frustration to you. It is not serving me. Right as I did both of those things, bowed to nature's medicine, surrendered my frustration to my higher power, I looked up and there was a sign right in front of me that said 111. To me, that number 111, just like 333, is really powerful. I feel like it's spirit winking going, yes, you're right where you need to be. So I noticed that 111 and all of a sudden I could just breathe more fluid. It was like, ah, got myself out of that, knowing how nature is such a big part of my medicine. And then driving towards me, just after I had noticed that, is this red car that is just dirty, just filled with dust. And it drives by and they're driving on the opposite side. And I realized it was the mail lady. She smiles, she waves, right? And she had just come from delivering mail from the houses that I was walking towards. So didn't think anything of it, except just beautiful to wave and smile at this woman. And as I approach the first house that she had just left, a woman comes out of her house, trudging kind of slow out to her mailbox, opens the mailbox, shuts it, head drops again, walks back into the house. And I could feel, like as as someone who can feel other people's energy and emotions, and I'm sure many of you are the same way out there, I could feel her heaviness maybe even sadness. I walk a little bit more. Another guy comes out from the house across the street and he comes out to get his mail and kind of shuffling, similar to the other woman I had just seen. His head is dipped down a bit. Mailbox drops open. He gets his mail. He shuffles through it. Head drops again. And then he catches my eye and I smile. And his smile, his face lit up and he walked back in the house. And in that moment, witnessing these two humans kind of shuffle out of their house, more despondent, sad, apathetic. And this is in the middle of the day, you know, a time that I typically don't go for a walk. So I didn't have the pleasure of greeting the male lady, nor the extreme honor of witnessing a couple people's emotions, or should I say the affect of their days. And it just made me think about how I left my house kind of anxious, and they're coming out of their houses kind of sad is what it felt like. And so I walked a little bit further, and sure enough, the next house, the person comes out. And in that moment, I thought, wow, there are a lot of people that work from home <laughs> or there are a lot of people that are in their homes with the doors shut, the window shades pulled. And it just made me feel in that moment, you never know. 
You never know what's going on behind closed doors. And in that moment, I wanted to share with all three of these grown adults, just like I had shared with my really young nephew years ago, how nature can speak and how nature can be your medicine. And they did come out of nature. Who knows if it was only the one time a day they were going to do that. And who is their magical little guardian that at least got them out of their house, feeling the air upon their skin just a little bit and the sun upon their face? It was the male lady. And in that moment, I thought, does she have any idea of what she is doing to help people heal and get a little taste of the magic and of the medicine of nature? So that's why I called this episode Nature's Medicine and the Male Lady. So I walked a little bit further. And mind you, I had my headphones on. And I was listening to one of my favorite bands, The National. Oh, his voice. Incredible. And I love, I was just getting deep into the lyrics. You know, just witnessing this happen and watching humans be so raw and exposed of whatever their truth was in that moment. And all of a sudden, the music started to hit me. And I was listening to some of the words, still walking, and the music just started to lift me up. And he said, one of the lyrics was something like, the bubbles over my head, like heaven shining upon me. And just then I looked up, and there's this massive cloud that started to come together, like little bubbles forming. And I used to always, still do, look up at clouds to see what sort of animals or shapes or whatever is forming. And I look up at this cloud and it felt as if it was forming around me, like a cyclone around me, even though I was looking at it straight ahead. So bear with me here. But it kind of took on that shape. And at the very top of it, as it was like bubbles upon bubbles, it got really tall, kind of like Marge Simpson's hair. It got really tall. And at the very top of it, I'm not kidding you, my friend, it was the shape of a great horned owl in the clouds. So now I would love for you, my friend, to pause with me, sit down wherever you are, and take a moment of silence And if you're not driving, I want you to do this gesture with your hands as you sit in a meditation style. This gesture, a hand gesture, is called a mudra. So I want you to put your thumb pad touching your middle finger and your ring finger pads of both hands and set your hands down towards your knees. They can be on your thighs, right? This is a gesture in honoring nature. Now, I'm just going to let you have about 20 seconds of silence and just to hold this gesture with your hands and silently say thank you to nature for being one of the guides in your life.
Thank you for taking that moment to pause. See, we created whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this. You just inserted a little bit of my Sunday magic of pausing and being still and honoring nature. So I'm ending it with you guys, this podcast chat with a poem that came to me when I had asked spirit before sitting down on the floor here, actually when I was sitting down on the floor here with you of, is there anything else you would like me to share? And this book called The Secret Power of Yoga called to me. And this particular poem was how I want to end it with you. So here we go. Poem is called The Wise Woman's Stone. A wise woman who was traveling in the mountains found a precious stone in a stream. She reverently placed the gem in her bag. The next day, she met another traveler who was hungry. The wise woman opened her bag to share her food. The hungry traveler saw the precious stone in the wise woman's bag, admired it, and asked the wise woman to give it to him. The wise woman did so without hesitation. The traveler left, rejoicing in his good fortune. He knew the jewel was worth enough to give him security for the rest of his life. But a few days later, he came back, searching for the wise woman. When he found her, he returned the stone and said, I've been thinking. I know how valuable the stone is, but I would like to exchange it in the hope that you can give me something much more precious. If you can teach me the secrets about the power you have within you, the power that enabled you to, without hesitation, give me this precious stone. Thank you for being here today listening. And until our paths cross again, get out there in your life. Be powerful. Be peaceful. Be you. Be radically awesome. And by all means, speak your truth. I hope you're catching this last little clip after Nina's bark and the drumming. I wanted to give you all an update on Coral Dog. She was adopted into a happy home that has two other dogs, and I could feel it when I saw her last before she went into this home, how happy she was with the family that chose her. Hope that brought a smile to your heart.